0: Dr. Mike here. So you know, when it comes to living forever-ish, you got to know what's in and you got to know what's out. Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Forever-ish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossard. All right, welcome to Live Forever-ish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and I am here with... Dr. Crystal. Nice to see you again. so this is our February, uh, uh, the review of the Life Extension Magazine for... February. If you don't know what we're talking about, you should check it out. Life Extension really puts out an, an industry leader when it comes to to print articles and stuff like that. Uh, great update on you know the latest and greatest about nutrients and lifestyle and diet. And so we from that, we put together three ins, things you want to do, and one out, something you got to get out of your life. That's, That's right. right. So, <laughs> so in number one, to live forever-ish is actually something that uh, a lot of people may not realize, but there is a powerful nutrient called astaxanthin that has now been shown to be very good for your heart, not just your eyes. Tell us about that one.
1: Yes, we love astaxanthin. Um, Dr. Mike, you may remember a few years back, we had a flamingo hanging from the ceiling in our office.
0: Yes, I you did. remember that? Yes, I remember the flamingo. Yeah.
1: So uh, uh, that flamingo represented how important <laughs> we thought astaxanthin was. Well, tell,
0: you so, got, well, now you have to tell the audience why. Okay. What's the connection between astaxanthin? You know what is it, and why flamingos?
1: <laughs> well, you know it's so astaxanthin. It's a red pigment, um, especially high in certain uh, algae found in the ocean. And so the flam- you find that the flamingos, the reason they are this reddish pink color, is due to astaxanthin. It's also yeah. in lobsters, crawfish, and uh, it's due to the high amounts of astaxanthin they consume.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and traditionally, I mean, I th- I mean, I think most people have heard of it. Probably more related to eye formulas, stuff yes. like that, right? Yeah, but tell us, th- there's some there's na- some good evidence, right, that it's uh, it's not just your eyes; it's also good for the cardiovascular system.
1: Yes, that's why we're excited about it. Um, is that we're seeing research now that it's good for your protecting the heart, specifically helping to support that. Uh, HDL action of uh, the reverse cholesterol transport. We know of HDL as the, I always say this in quotes, the good cholesterol, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is responsible for kind of clearing out excess LDL, which in quotes is considered
0: the bad, bad cholesterol. Stuff, the bad stuff, but we don't, we've had that discussion on this show before. We don't, we don't like getting into bad or good. I mean, you, you know, you need LDL cholesterol. It can't be all bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's that. So anyway, so that's astaxanthin, um, uh, uh, for your heart, it does seem to have an impact on HDL and listen, that's important too, because we don't have a lot of options for raising, um, HDL significantly, right. And we know exercise does, uh, there are some of the statin medications that do it a little bit, but there's not much that actually targets HDL, right?
1: That's right. And it's also, along with HDL, targeting triglycerides as well, um, one of those other components of cholesterol. So we see it kind of, you know, targeting multiple different um, risk factors related to heart disease.
0: Right. That's awesome. So that's in number one. You might want to check it out because, listen, you got to have a strong heart for a long time, right, if you want to live forever. rich. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that's astaxanthin. In number two, um, I love this topic, fasting or calorie restriction for aging. Now, uh, I, I guess I, I should say for healthy aging. How about yes. that? Yeah. We've talked about this before, the impact calorie restriction can have on the body, uh, metabolically speaking, not just weight loss, right? But um, right. In, in terms of metabolism can be quite impactful. And, and so why now? Why are we going back to this? What is there something new out there? Is there s- some more support? That we should probably be cutting out some calories?
1: Well, you know, Life Extension has been talking about calorie restriction. Uh, This idea of intermittent fasting kind of, you know, is starting to hit mainstream. But we get really excited when we see, you know, these big, uh, reputable scientific journals publishing research on these topics. And so the New England Journal of Medicine. You know, it's known for its rigor and extensive research, uh, published a report on intermittent fasting and calorie restriction and how they can be beneficial for health. So, yeah. you know, we, we hey, are it's, it's so some, excited about that now.
0: We're getting some street cred, right? That's awesome. <laughs> we Because we, you're right. We've been talking about this for a long time. We've even supported some uh, publications of books that came out over, over these topics throughout the years. Um, and I, listen, I, I, I've always believed that, you know, we, we want to eat better and we want to eat less. We want to exercise. We want to do all that stuff. But if you were going to choose one thing and you you were just like, I'm only going to do one thing for my health, I would say you should start to eat less. That would be a big, big step in the right direction to fix a lot of, uh, metabolic issues that come with overeating.
1: Right. right. And, you know, eating less doesn't mean that you are, you know, not getting the, the nutrition, you know, the nutrient aspects that you need, you know, the amount of carbs, proteins and fats. And I think some people, you know, kind of think that when they hear it, but we're talking about, you know, maybe adjusting the timing of your eating mm-hmm. um, and lowering the calories as well. Um to and so there are many different ways to uh to incorporate intermittent fasting.
0: When I need to lose some weight, right? And I've told you this, I I will do um just plain old calorie restriction. Um I target about sixteen hundred calories a day. Uh and for me, that's about a five to six hundred calorie deficit every day. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing that I've learned when you're eating only sixteen hundred calorie days, it's not a lot. And you find out very quickly. (laughs) That you you could either have that McDonald's cheeseburger with French fries, and that pretty much takes out your whole day, or you eat healthier, smaller things throughout the day, healthier salads, fish. You mm-hmm. it forces you to eat healthy because you, you want to eat more, <laughs> right? I mean, That's you don't right. want to just you don't want to sit down and in five minutes literally wipe out your calorie intake for the day by eating a big large pizza.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Very so, true. It forces you to eat healthier and to look for flavors more and spices. And so I I actually do uh enjoy that. And it works. You do lose, you know, if you stick to it, you will lose weight on calorie restriction. And apparently it's good for longevity. Um, we don't have time to get into intermittent versus all that kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, fewer calories can go a long way towards living forever-ish. Bottom That's line, right. Yeah. Uh in number two for living for uh living forever-ish is high dose vitamin K2. Tell us about that one.
1: Well, we typically think of vitamin K as being associated with, um, bone health. Uh, we also know that it's, it's good for heart health, but when you are specifically wanting to address bone, you want to think about vitamin K and, you know, vitamin K, the, the high dose, when we talk about high dose, um, These are doses that have typically been used as prescriptions for decades in Japan. Doctors have been using high doses of vitamin K2 um, as a prescription to prevent bone loss and protect against fractures. And and so now it's available in the U.S. without a prescription. Uh, And so, you know, that's something where and and when we say high dose,
0: we're we're talking high dose. (laughs)
1: <laughs> we're talking, you know, yeah. milligram amounts. You know, upwards of forty-five milligrams. Um, yeah. And so and, we're used to seeing vitamin K in the microgram doses.
0: Yeah. So this is um, big. This is this is a big jump, and a lot of people right there might be like, "Whoa!" A, a lot of physicians in this country, the conventional side, "Whoa!" However, you you make a good point, right? There's good evidence in the literature, and 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 really. A lot of anecdotal use in, in countries, because it's, it's been prescribed at that high dose, that this is safe and effective.
1: Yes. Right? Yeah. And in and, and long, longer term studies, you know, one study in particular that we highlight in the magazine, a two-year study of older osteoporosis patients showed that high dose vitamin K2 cut the number of people suffering a vertebral fracture by half.
0: Yeah, that's pretty, that's awesome, right? So there's good evidence that this is effective and it's safe. Um, it has historical uses in other countries as prescriptions. So Life Extension is very proud to bring this forward to the United States. It's it's still a dietary supplement. You don't need a prescription, but it's mimicking those clinical doses that um, have shown benefit. And that's what's important. We want to make sure if we're going to take something, I, I want to get the benefit. Right that's right. <laughs> and that's and that's why we um, are offering this higher dose. That is in number three, high dose vitamin K. So out, if you do want to live forever ish, this is what you should stop doing. This is something you should take out of your life. And today we're going to talk about um, not having a mindset where you finally accept the fact that you aren't perfect <laughs> and that you don't have to be functioning at 100% all the time, perfectly. And, oh I, and I, I'm the one that wanted to talk about it. Dr. Chris, didn't even know we were gonna talk about this, right?
1: Oh boy, Dr. Mike.
0: Yeah. I gotta say, I just think there's a, we've developed this cultural attitude that I have to master everything I do. I And I have to do it perfectly all the time. And I need to feel good. I need to feel perfect all the time. And that's just not how life works. It just doesn't, you know. And it's it's like you're setting yourself up for something that's just never going to be achieved. And so, you know, what if you're feeling a little down one day? Feel a little down one day. It's not like you have to now research the latest fifteen drug supplements to not feel down one day. I mean, I just think we get a little carried away. What do you think, Doctor? Well,
1: I think that it's a delicate balance in finding that that space because you have people, we we often go on two different sides of the spectrum. You have the people who maybe because of that, they don't try as hard, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so you have to actually, you know, set goals and go after your goals and, and, and don't accept, you know, failure as an option. However, if, if, If you get into a situation where things aren't, you know, ending up how you thought they would be, you know, kind of understanding that there's a lesson to learn in all of those situations. So I think in my mind, it's not beating yourself up, um, but still trying and, and.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Set your goals, go for something and achieve it, but realize that you don't have to be perfect in that process every single day. Right, Right. you're allowed. You're allowed to have moments. That's the point I'm making, right? As a matter of fact, if you've set goals and you're aiming towards something, and if one day, one bad day throws you off, maybe you need to rethink those goals. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) That's a a good point, Doctor Mike. Yeah,
0: come on. That's all I'm saying. That's a good point. Give yourself a break. Go easy on yourself. Take a deep breath. Yeah, you're not. You feel a little down one day. Take a break. Go take a nice. Walk outside. I don't know, right? I'm well, I tell that. you,
1: I I feel that way often. You know, parenting. There are times I, when I think, you know, what that wasn't the best parenting move to make. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> next give your time, your give yourself a break. Share. You're allowed to have those mistakes here and there. Your kids will only have to be in therapy for a few years when they're <laughs> adult. Don't worry about it. All right, so that is the Life Extension Magazine. Uh, three ins in and an out if you want to live forever-ish. Astaxanthin is in, fasting is in, high-dose K2 is in, and what's out is not giving yourself a break once in a while. That's all. That was good, right, Dr. Crystal? I like that. All right. <laughs> hey, um, don't forget, uh, if you go check out liveforeverish.com, we got a bunch of podcasts over there. Like, share, comment, and don't forget to subscribe so you never Miss Show. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.